0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Self Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast with me, your host, Mallory Donahue. And uh, if you're listening to this via podcast, check out the Facebook group. We are 7,000 Thoughtful Stitchers Strong. Uh, the group has gotten really big, but still very, like, I think a very cool place to be. I'm pretty impressed with um, the amount of people who are there. And the amount of high-quality conversations still going on. So, Facebook groups are kind of an interesting online space right now. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's really cool that we're still you know that we are still so amazing. <laughs> Lauren and Ellie and Lindsay and Crystal. Good morning. How y'all doing? Uh, I am excited that this week's um, sponsor is L.A. Finch Fabrics. A lot of you are familiar with their store. I know that you have ordered from there. I've ordered from there before, too. And uh, they are located in the Los Angeles Garment District. And so they by designer ends you know that are from post-production from designer lines and Josie posts them uh Josie and her staff they post them online for sale they have excellent very fast shipping high quality stuff um and if you're looking for any kind of like testimonial or anything lots of group members here are going to be able to tell you about their quality I I love them hey Leandra and Faith and I think Kate joined and uh uh, Gina, and yes, so many so many people joining in on the broadcast. Uh, so anyway, LA Finch Fabrics is sponsoring this week's live broadcast, and later on in the broadcast, I'm going to have a discount code for you all, and it is a very nice discount code. In fact, I told Josie I thought it was maybe like a little too nice, and you know ZD's famous business advice <laughs> of be meaner and charge more, uh, is um, something, you know, that we playfully throw around here. So anyway, Josie is giving an excellent discount to, uh, to everyone in the group. I've posted it earlier this week, and I'll talk about it later in the broadcast as well for those of you who are podcast listeners. So um, the fabric that, uh, when Josie and I talk about this partnership, the fabric that I requested from her is this double brushed poly that's printed with cute mushrooms. And so it's like this blush pink color and it has these cute little white and black mushrooms on it. Hey Melinda, hey Kate. Uh, And I was just really excited by the print of this. I just thought it was super fun. I have fallen in love with double-brushed poly. I didn't think I would. It has been super trendy lately. Uh, lots of people making things with it, blogging about it, da-da-da-da-da. And uh, I I think that um, a while back, Josie sent me some black double-brushed poly, and I felt it. And I was like, oh, this stuff feels like like baby butt skin, you know? It's so soft. And I didn't make anything out of it for a while, and then I finally made a pair of leggings for our Made to Measure Leggings class And I am impressed with this fabric for lots of reasons. So I'm going to talk about those a little bit. The Double Brushed Poly is a polyester and spandex fabric that is brushed, I guess, on both sides. And when we say brushed, the fabric's knitted together. And then it is actually brushed so that it has a little bit of like a suede or a soft feel to it. And that makes it so nice up against your skin. Um, Now... Wait, And it's very stretchy. It is a very stretchy fabric. So I made myself a pair of black maternity leggings. And a lot of you know this. (laughs) You've seen the pictures. You've seen me in the live broadcast. I will wear them as pants. Like, I'm comfortable doing that with the black double-brushed poly. And then when Josie, we were talking about this, and I said, you know, I think I want the, the pink mushrooms. And she said, yeah, you could make leggings. And I thought, I wonder if it would be too thin, or I wonder if I wouldn't like a... A lighter colored fabric for leggings for myself you know like it would show a panty line more etc etc um, but now that it's here it is far more you know opaque than I thought it would be and now I'm tempted to kind of try it out even though I have other plans for this but there's two I believe there's two yards here so quite a bit um, And I'm going to make some underwear. And Underwear Month, our month of making underwear that we're going through right now, has sparked so much wonderful conversation about um, menstruation, gender identity, uh, inclusive language, and uh, crotch sweat, and um, discharge, and things like that. And I just love it that we're all talking about that in a very open um, non-shaming way, you know, these conversations about our bodies, I think, make the world a more positive place. I mean, you know, it's not all wonderful and pleasant and everything having a body, but when we talk about it and we can educate ourselves, I think it's I think it's really great. Uh, and you know, I like that kind of conversation. ZD was a nurse for years and years. There are a lot of medical professionals in this group. I, To give my disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, okay, (laughs) but I'm going to talk a little bit because some people have, uh, you know, someone's like, I want to make my undies out of this, or out of this, or out of this, and a few people have reacted very uh, passionately about fiber content, so let's talk about that a little bit this double brush poly is uh, polyester and spandex, okay? Um, A lot of you are um, under the impression that all underwear must be made of like cotton spandex or 100% cotton knit or something like that. It's not necessary. It's not like any kind of regulation or anything out there that it has to be made of cotton. Now, a lot of people will put a cotton liner or crotch gusset in their underwear that are made out of a different fiber content. Even cotton underwear will often have that gusset because our crotches are wet places, okay? It's for moisture absorbency and like, let's just come out and say it. (laughs) I had a friend in high school who like, she didn't like know what, what vaginal discharge was and um when i when i told her what it was it was really enlightening for her and so i just i i'm not saying like people in this group don't know what that is but i think that talking about it and why these things exist in our underwear and understanding them can help now all people have different like levels of you know uh discharge and everything like that and all people have different preferences but here's the deal um a lot of times you see advice in magazines or you uh, talk, uh, you talk to, you know, a doctor or something like that about maybe preventing something like yeast infections or UTIs and they'll say, wear cotton underwear. Okay. So cotton is a natural fiber, but I don't think that's in particular what makes it, um, preferable necessarily. Okay. The prevailing wisdom is that the cotton quote breathes. Okay. Now, Amanda just said what ZD and I often think is that cotton certainly can breathe. But boy, if you are sweating like big time during a workout or something like that, it can stay kind of soggy, okay? (laughs) When you wear a cotton, like a 100% cotton t-shirt and you sweat in it and it can get like weighed down by that sweat, the cotton can hold on to that moisture. Now, I have a cotton liner in my DBP underwear that I'm wearing right now, DBP being double brush poly, um, but I just, the, the reaction of, oh my gosh, if you wear synthetic fiber around your, you know, crotch, around your genitalia, you're immediately going to have problems is not necessarily true. Now, if you find that when you wear non-cotton underwear, you have problems, don't you know, do, of course, what is best for you. There's a group member here, and I believe that her title, I think she's oh, it her name is Michelle. Michelle will correct me, and i'll I'll ask Michelle. I should ask her before the group. I think she's a nurse in a in a clinic, and her specialty is uh, uh, Vaginal Dermatology. And so she says that oftentimes when people come in with problems, um, that they're having persistent issues, you know, with the vulval area, that they will say, hey, try wearing some cotton underwear. Now, uh, you know, I said to Michelle, I was like, hey, but, you know, you see the people who have complaints about, you know, uh, issues like that. And she says, yes, absolutely. And I asked her, I said, are there any studies that, like, document, hey, this population wore this fiber content and they have this frequency of, yeast infection or or UTI or something like that, and then this population wore cotton and they had a lower rate, and she said she doesn't think so. So the, the advice, it's not bad advice or anything, but it's not necessarily um, a documented phenomenon that cotton underwear are going to prevent such issues. Lots of things about hygiene can affect you know, the health of the vulva or the urinary tract, things like that, okay? And I know, just from some anecdotal experience of being a dancer in college, you know, we would be in tights and a leotard all day long, and I, I never had any problems, and there were some girls who were just constantly having issues, so certainly different people's bodies react differently. I'm in love. With double brush poly underwear, I shall not apologize, and no, I don't get yeast infections all the time. If they cause you an issue, obviously, don't wear them. I do put the cotton gusset in there, the liner. Oh, it's comfortable. Um, maybe it's somewhat out of habit. I don't think I'd have to, necessarily, but I do like the way they feel a lot. Um, and also, keep in mind, people hear the word polyester, and they think, oh, that fabric does not breathe, or that fabric is hot, or something like that. Well, it doesn't only have to do with the fiber content, okay? This is a pretty thin knit, okay? It's, it's not, um, you know, it's not like polyester or like nylon double knit from the 70s or something like that okay (laughs) so it also has to do with the weight of the fabric and while I think this is nice and opaque and you'll see that okay um it it does let air through and I know because I was wearing my double brush poly undies to bed and the fan was on because I'm pregnant and hot all the time uh and I could feel the breeze on my nether regions. It felt very nice, but I still felt secure. I like to have a little bit of, like, um, what's the word? I like to have a little bit of, like, a hug around the crotch area while I'm sleeping. I know we have talked about tap pants yesterday, like, kind of the breathable stuff, and it's just me. I just kind of like that, like, a little tighter, more secure feeling. So I wear a panty like that to bed, okay? Um, and then also... I prefer that to being completely nude because of the sweat. Like the fabric will absorb the sweat and release it a little bit. Something. I gotta have something down there, okay? Uh, Amanda says, How's the DBP for sliding under clothes? Meaning, will it grab a skirt? I wore my Capri uh, DBP leggings under a dress, a knit dress. We went to the zoo. It was Missouri in the summer. It was a nice day, but, you know, it was rather warm. And the knit against the knit kind of wanted to grab a little bit, but it wasn't terrible. I think it depends on the fiber content and the texture of your clothing. But uh, I don't know. These black ones that I'm wearing right now, I'm, I'm in my underwear right now. Uh, <laughs> screw it. Um, so the, the black DVP underwear that I'm wearing, I I haven't had a problem with anything sticking, but, you know, I think it'll depend on your skirt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, obviously, like, a corduroy woven skirt doesn't, like, stick on much, but, you know, maybe a knit skirt a little bit. But once it's down, I didn't find that it was, like, riding up or anything. But when I went to the bathroom, you know, I just made sure everything was down in the back. But I think that's partially because they were capri leggings and, um... I couldn't feel like if I was uncovered, you know? (laughs) Oh, Marisa says that she made DBP underwear for her husband last week, and he wouldn't take off the muslin and insisted on sleeping in them. So, uh, yeah, I don't want you to be afraid of the double-brush poly for underwear. Give it a try. Underwear, even for our people with the most voluminous genitalia and the biggest bottoms... Compared to other garments, don't take as much yardage. So I think it's worth it to maybe make a pair and give it a shot, okay? Uh, put that cotton liner in there if you wish. It, um, and Gabrielle asked what kind of cotton. I've got some cotton lycra here that I like because it's, like, thinner. A few people were like, old T-shirts will work or cotton interlock. I like, I like my liner to be thin. You know, some T-shirts would work, and that's just fine. But if the t-shirt's too thick, I don't want that. I don't want my crotch liner staying soggy, everybody. You know, I want it to, you know, let things go. Sarah says, is a liner required? Absolutely not. Um, I made my muslin of my big maternity underwear that go up here under my bust. Um, <laughs> I made those from a cotton and put no liner in them just because I was testing for fit. The liner adds nothing for fit. It is simply the same you know, piece of the pattern piece just doubled, okay? So the liner is absolutely not required. You don't have to do it. Um, I do kind of like it. Um, Yeah, so, uh, you know... Amanda said, uh, another comment here, because I answered her question about, like, if the underwear stick over, the, over or if the clothing sticks over the underwear. She said, well, it's not like I can't make different underwear for different things. You know, I like, uh, I like to buy in ready-to-wear. Sometimes I get stuck on that. Yeah, you know, I make clothing, and I'm like, I like to wear this underwear under this type of garment, or, you know, with my leggings that I'm wearing right now, uh, my maternity leggings, I... I can't decide if I like my big maternity underwear under my maternity leggings. It's a lot around my belly because I've got the underwear coming up over my belly. And I'm like, okay, well, do I need to make, like, some more bikini look things for under the leggings? I have a bunch of cotton lycra maternity underwear that go under the belly. And I'm still wearing those um, occasionally. But, yeah, I, I... Amanda, I it's a good point, you know, you might make different types of underwear for different occasions, or some people are like, I like these for sleeping, I like these for underskirts, I like these for under jeans, blah, 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 blah. you know, uh, I maybe people don't want to make a pair with fabric bands for under a very tight skirt because they don't want a visible panty line, you know. Uh, but yeah, oh, Pam says, it's all personal preference. Like you said, we all have different needs and likes. Yes. So don't, uh, I guess what I want to say is come up a few times. Don't vilify someone for making underwear in not cotton, okay? Uh, and then, uh, but a lot of people have been asking about the the heat properties or the insulating properties of the DVP. Some people say they find it to be too hot. I, of course, am in love with my black double brush poly leggings that I made. And they were both of my pairs were dirty the other day. So I wore a pair of the cotton lycra leggings, they're maternity leggings, they're ready to wear that I bought, you know, over two years ago when I was pregnant with my daughter. And they were hotter. The reason is they were a thicker fabric, so it's not only about fiber content, but like those cotton licher ones, I sweated in them and they didn't let it go. <laughs> Whereas my DVP leggings are a little thinner and I actually enjoyed wearing them more. Um, with the black double brush poly, I've washed those leggings many, many times. I put them in the dryer, which is, you know, not like the best thing for preserving spandex fibers, but I do put them in the dryer, and I have experienced no pilling on that black DBP uh, at all. I do sometimes wear a support belt right now, being pregnant, and uh, it goes around my lower abdomen, and it has Velcro on it. So where the Velcro has snagged a little bit, of course, there are some snags, but not really a lot of pilling, okay? Uh, So I... I think I I heard some people, you know, say that about certain DVPs, and I haven't encountered that from L.A. Finch. Um, Yeah, so Lonnie says it's interesting because Kate wanted to find the same temperature control fabric for her man's bum, and it's probably a poly spandex that's used by Hanes. Yes, you will find ready-to-wear underwear that are not 100% cotton, okay? So once again, you know, try out the fibers, give them a try, we all have our personal preferences, and some people like to wear different underwear depending on what's going on with their bodies, too. You know, a few people are like, oh, I'm going to love this pair for when I'm on my period, or I'm going to like this. As Kate said, I'm going to love this pair for when I'm feeling like sex on a stick, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, and Kim says she hasn't had pilling on her DVP from uh, a few different sources. So that's good. And then speaking of sources for Double Brush Polly, L.A. Finch Fabrics um, is sponsoring this week's live broadcast. So once again, lafinchfabrics.com. You're going to go there. They have some wonderful categories set up knits versus wovens. They'll have designer wovens. They'll have their new arrivals. They have swimwear fabric, activewear fabric, beautiful linens, rayons, etc. And you now through August 20th, so that's just through the end of the week, everyone, can get 20% off with the discount code self 20 And I'll post that image in the comments on this video This is a fabulous, fabulous deal. Um, Now, you only get to use the discount code once. So I would highly recommend going there and doing a very thorough review of their inventory because you could build up a very nice stash of not only underwear fabric, but other types of garment fabric. They have some wonderful crepes uh, that are nice and flowy. Excellent for caftans or skirts or whatever. I don't know if she still has this wool available that I have over here. Maybe I'll show that later. But I bought some wool from um, Josie that is gray and like rainbow speckled. And I want to make some kind of winter outerwear garment out of that. So I'm very excited about that. But just keep in mind, if you want your 20% to go super far, then, you know, take a look at the inventory uh, be be judicious. Fill up that cart, and then use the code selfzone twenty. And uh, something that Josie pointed out that I think is great is you're not gonna find these fabrics like in the big box stores or anything. Okay, it is uh, their designer ends. Josie lives and works in Los Angeles, and she provides excellent customer service. She knows her stuff. She has an excellent staff, and they also have a wonderful Facebook group. Now, Facebook can be a place that can get really cluttered. Um, I'm I'm not in I'm in a few Facebook groups, but you all know that I'm very active in this one. This being my Facebook group, and you know Josie's group is great. People will share things they've made with the fabric, and uh, they will also uh, you know provide feedback if someone says, "Is this thick enough for leggings?" or "Is this?" appropriate for this pattern and then they'll share some um new arrivals and stuff and it's it's just it's a wonderful group but i hate to say it like in this way, but it's like not an annoying fabric group. It's just a place where pretty things are shared. <laughs> Kate says, uh, yikes, shipping to the UK is ouch. Yes, they are a US, based business, so keep that in mind. I don't know if your 20% could help to offset that at all. Um, but yeah, shipping, shipping costs overseas, they are something that, uh, are, very expensive. Um, and it's something we, we, like Josie and I as business owners don't have a lot of control over, but, uh, maybe I can work on getting some UK sponsors or something like that. I don't know. So my big plans for this mushroom DVP are undies, uh, and a crop top, like sleeping, well, who am I kidding? Bra. I'm going to wear it all the time. not just going to sleep in it. Um, (laughs) I, I am not a large busted person at all. Even now, being pregnant, even when I was nursing my daughter, um, you know, I kind like I got, I got like a a noticeable bust at that time. Um, and then when I am not nursing, I just almost have no boobs. Uh, so I can wear crop tops uh, as bras and uh, little like basically a little crop tank top. I'm wearing one right now, actually, and that's what I'm going to use as a pattern, and so I hope to get these uh, cut out and finished, and I'm going to show you a few different ways to finish off the edges of the crop top using elastic and using fabric binding uh, with the elastic, and so I'm going to show a few different ways to do that later on this week using this mushroom DVP, and also... It's so cute that I, and I will have plenty, I'm going to make a little kind of like matching sleep outfit for my daughter so that when we are home on the weekends and we don't want to get dressed before we... Um, come downstairs. We can just come downstairs in our cute little mushroom outfits. And honestly, there's two yards here. That's a lot to get underwear out of. And I wish I had more so I could make like a robe. And (laughs) I think that double brush poly for loungewear and underwear is just the bee's knees. I'm super excited. Okay. Well, that is my review of the double brush poly and how you shouldn't be afraid of it near your crotch necessarily. Give it a shot. I would highly encourage you to do so. And then you all, um, I hope you get to sew something today. I am packing orders today and taking orders to the UPS store. For you box people, for you people who've made other orders, I appreciate it. And then don't forget to go to LAfinchFabrics.com and to join their Facebook group because they're fabulous people too. All right, have a great day.